From the Stick Up Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Anne Lundholm, and this show has everything. Good presents, bad presents, practical presents, holiday movies, both past and future, a slight change to the Tishi universe, and much more. It's the most wonderful time of the year, so we're finally sitting down to share our real feelings about gifts, both giving and receiving. I feel like our eight-year-old selves would probably be outraged that adult us would be so ambivalent about presents, you know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And uh, here to crush those kid expectations is the Tishi Coven doing what we do best, crushing expectations. (laughs) Um, uh, First up... From Post Birthday Studios mm. in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary, best mom ever, Livingston <laughs> Butler. Good evening, I w- Hillary. I win. In this case, I win best birthday ever. Good evening. <laughs> not From- mine. It's not mine again. I promise. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> no. Uh, from Money Fit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH fan Harn. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Ann. And... From pre-birthday studios in Linwood, Washington, <laughs> it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Happy early birthday, Christy. Thank you. It will be passed by the time this airs, but it is, in fact, tomorrow as we're recording. Yes. Um, Hillary, what would you put on my cake from H-E-B? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Um, maybe um, the cast of Friday Night Lights, since we were just previously <laughs> talking about it. I, I like that. Work. Yeah. And H-E-B- sure that drunk teenager. Yes. <laughs> H-E-B would be really excited to do that. I'm sure it's not the first one. So. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and would it say clear eyes, full hearts, can't mm-hmm. lose? Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just remember that you told me, Chrissy, that all you really want for your birthday is to drive around looking at Christmas lights mm-hmm. and have hot cocoa. Yes. And I just love that. Sounds yes. wonderful. Also, you're a cheap date. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I get a free drink on from Starbucks on my birthday, so it's free. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get Christy her free drink, we will start with a little small talk. Check what's in the mailbag. We'll exercise some of our gifting demons. We'll make some Tishi recommendations and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Let us head into small talk, and the first thing that I put on the run sheet is important news. Not exactly breaking, but important, is that things are changing around here in the Tishi Studios. Christy, tell us what is happening. We need a lot of donations if we're going to keep this operation running. (laughs) We'd be so good at, like, a, a, you know drive like a, a manipulative fun drive <laughs> yeah i i was thinking that you know how like on award not award shows but like american idol they'll be like and we'll tell you the results after, after this, this. <laughs> and then they recap what they said like maybe we could do that for like 10 minutes um <laughs> I know. No, oh my kidding. god all those shows like um like the bachelor Mm-hmm. They spend oh. the the first five yes. minutes after a commercial break recapping what happened two minutes ago before yes. the commercial. Uh. Sometimes with different camera angles, but uh. it's still the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary influenced me into watching um, Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes. And that's like half of it is, yes. is recaps. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So we are having some big changes. And I'm sorry to say... We are getting a new email address. <laughs> oh what? My God. No. No, I can't handle this amount of change. So 
mostly this goes out to Justina and um, Be- Bob Stein, if he ever listens again or catches up, like maybe in a year. If he ever gets a new phone. If he ever gets a new yeah. phone. Yeah. <laughs> a new phone. Um, and we, I don't think we actually um, designated someone to actually do it, so we don't have that information yet. Well, yeah, I assume sorry. it'll just be like tishi at gmail.com. Nobody yeah. take it. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah don't take do it. Do not take jerks. it. <laughs> um, but uh, let's try to do that and then have it in the notes. So look at the notes. That's how you email us. <laughs> and you can still do throw your phone. It will go to whatever email is valid at the time. Yeah. Well, and this isn't until the new year, right? So yeah, it's okay for yeah. now. We already yeah. paid for December. So yeah. <laughs> we're actually getting on top of it by letting people know early. But <clears throat> Christy, what's the reason for this? We are closing down the business, the 10710 business, um, just because it actually costs us money. <laughs> like we have to pay taxes and I have to pay for tax prep every year. And we're making negative money for um, <laughs> because it costs money to now, have a podcast. Now, I didn't go to business school. But I think that's <laughs> not the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> exactly. That's why I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> We've had a lot of like... Um, journeys with our business like when someone stole our business and changed it to be what was it does anyone remember homes and homes jewelry to the stars (laughs) and jewelry was spelled wrong and then and then oh I don't even know if I even told about this but those same people got seven different um, driver's license in Jeremy's name and so now he has a red flag on his Thing and he has to actually call an individual. I think the guy's name is Travis at the Department of Licensing in Olympia, like at the Capitol. Call this guy and say, "Hey, un- unlock my account." And then he has an hour to renew his license. He can't go into wow. a place anymore. He can't do it online. Like it's oh my god, all because of Homes and Homes Jewelry to the stars. <laughs> and it was like some big um, identity theft ring, and they're still trying to ca- catch all the people that did it. Oh yeah what is wrong so it's with been people? a lot more <laughs> work than, and money than i think it's okay to go just to gmail that's fine yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and as jeremy told us it will have no implications for the show other than having the new email because we just won't have tishi at 10710 or whatever it is oh we'll have to change that in the whatever run sheet or we'll be i know <laughs> i know <laughs> Uh, yeah, so really nothing. And Jeremy said that he still wants to have a space where he can like make cool stuff and help other people do cool stuff. It just won't be incorporated. Is yeah. that the term? Yeah. yeah. For a while. But um, hopefully it will, 10710 will have some sort of rebirth sometime in the future, you know, when you guys have um, more time to focus on it and a better business plan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or get into a business that actually makes money, not podcasting. Right, Unless see. we go to Spotify. Well, um, look, can we get an exclusive Spotify deal? Yes. There was yeah. a there was a sister combo here who were like preteens who started a bath bomb uh, company that's going real big. So maybe you could do like bath and body products. Yeah. Um, Jeremy came up with a brilliant business idea that he wants to start a nonprofit. Um, uh, where the, he, you said nonprofit, Come on I know <laughs> he, wants to, <laughs> he said, I want to start a nonprofit that teaches people that if you eat um, less meat, 
then it's better for the environment. I was like, there's literally <laughs> books about that. <laughs> like, okay, back to the drawing board. I, I heard a whisper on the wind that that might be overstated. Oh. <laughs> oh, interesting. So yeah, I'd we'll have, have to look to at see. the evidence. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was either... Now I'm getting confused because it might, it was either it's not as bad for the environment as we think, or it's not as bad for us. I think that was what it was. Like nutritionally, it's okay to eat red meat. Like all, oh, totally. all this, only yeah. one serving of red meat a week is all kind of. No, no. Yes. That's, that's back the thinking that fat like, was bad. Ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not. And, and even the cholesterol is the good kind of cholesterol, right? Whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know but it's all um, silliness. I think that the environmental thing is just they say, okay, well, if an average American eats five cows a year, it's probably more than that, and then you, and a cow takes this many gallons of water to live, and then just do do like soft math, you know. Mm-hmm. But don't almonds use a lot of water? Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. Didn't we learn that from the Good Place? Wasn't that yeah. Chidi's overwhelming yeah. regret is that he used <laughs> yes. almond milk? <laughs> almond almond milk. milk. <laughs> Oat milk's better anyway, so use that. And I'm I I'm. This is my new rant. I feel like I get like a monthly rant of something that makes me mad is I, I think we should all do what we think we should do for the environment, you know, to like help protect it or climate change, what have you. But I think the onus has been disproportionately put on um, like citizens as opposed to businesses. And it fucking pisses me off. I'm mm-hmm. like, my little recycling bin is not like, it's fine. Great. I guess it makes me feel better though. I am dubious about where it goes to actually. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that they're like, you know, separating it, putting in. And also like if Amazon got their shit together, I think I said this the other week, like it's just, it's like, <sighs> If they did it, then it would largely affect things if right. they were more conscious and not or say, just paid taxes. Let's yeah, do that. yeah. Start with that baby. It's steps. something something crazy like a hundred businesses um, emit eighty percent of the yeah. carbon I think dioxide. It's fewer it's than gross. that. I think yeah. it's a handful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it has and to be with all the trucks and the shipping and yeah. Yeah, corporations have done a a lot of work to um, shift the onus onto personal responsibility rather than corporate responsibility Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I hope your quarterly return is worth the death of the planet yeah I mean I think it was like Chevron or one of the oil companies that came up with like carbon footprint like Mm -hmm. as if like Mm -hmm. my carbon footprint is like really affecting everything I'm like I don't (laughs) actually I don't think so (sighs) anyway Anyway, <laughs> climate change is a myth. <laughs> yeah, I know it makes it sound like I'm like I don't believe in climate change. Like, no, I yeah. fully believe in it. I just don't think it's all my responsibility. That's no. right, or our right, right, right. I don't, yes. I don't think the answer is that everybody needs to use paper straws. <laughs> yes, Please no, no. They disintegrate in my mouth. Oh my I gosh, our movie theater changed to it, and you know you get that giant bucket of soda. But I was halfway done and it was like had disintegrated into like gummy paper. It was Ew. so gross. I'm going to bring my own straw from now on to the movies. Bring your metal straw, I guess. Yep. Although that seems like that would just be unpleasant in the mouth. I, I agree. I, I have agree. knocked my tooth on it before mm-hmm. and I hate it. I have like silicone ones. They're fine. TM. That was the definition of a fine TM if I ever heard one. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on from how we can't save the planet and talk about some happier things. And um, the 
festivities of <laughs> Hillary's child, who apparently is going to enlist any day now, since he's got enough gear to do it. <laughs> no, my little buddy. Okay, so Rory's birthday was yesterday. That's uh, the 8th. He turned 7, and... He um, got a passel of presents. I mean, he got so many presents, not even from us. Like, we got him, you know, some Legos and stuff. But my parents got him presents. His, you know, his other, his grandmother, his other grandmother got him presents. And, um, okay, so the thing that he has been obsessed with, besides general war stuff. (laughs) And actually, I took a picture of him, and he was wearing, my parents gave him a little army helmet thing, like a camo I don't know helmet. Andy was black wearing a black helmet. <laughs> yes, and he was wearing a Pats jersey, and I was like, low key, he looks like a you know capital like January sixth. Oh God! <laughs> you know, I, was like, I was not really like intending for this. Oh, he's so, he's so much cuter than any of those <laughs> yeah. people. My little, my little baby. But um, but okay. So, but the other thing that he's obsessed with. He will, you know, watch random YouTube sometimes about World War II, sometimes about the Secret Service. But then also he got really into card throwing, which is, I don't, whatever, I don't really understand it. But it's exactly what it sounds like, throwing playing cards. And there's this guy, Rick Smith Jr., who is the uh, Guinness Book World Record of something throwing at the farthest. I don't know. So he watches all of his YouTube so much that I can, like, when the intro music starts, he has, like, that, like, kind of fake metal. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh. ma- uh, magicians have. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm kind of, like, hardcore, but actually not at all. Um, so he was sort of obsessed with them. Um, and he wanted these particular cards. So Dave ordered them a long time ago. And we were worried because... Um, Rory definitely is a kid that has an obsession for about two months and then he sort of starts to like wane on it. I could tell he was starting to wane a little bit on the card throwing and I was really amping it up. Like, don't you love card throwing? This is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he kind of cycled back into it a little bit because this is how I know because I find, see cards all over the floor. I'm like, what's on the floor over there? I'm like, oh, it's a card. (laughs) He just threw somewhere. But anyway, so I, um, I, Dave, I got the cards. Rick Smith Jr. signed one of the cards. It was very exciting. We were all excited. Then for his birthday cake at HEB, they if you print them a picture, not even there's no way to like email them a picture. You literally print a picture. And this is why I'm glad I'm going into the office so I can use my company resources <laughs> to print a full color picture of Rick Smith Jr. throwing <laughs> cards so that uh, HEB could sp- screen print it onto a cake. Anyway, so we had told him, like, we're not going to tell you what's on the cake. We're not going to tell you. And uh, it was he was very excited. I, it was the cutest video. It was really mm-hmm. cute. He was really, really excited. And so Dave had sent – I had taken a picture of the cake, and Dave had sent it to Rick Smith Jr. Apparently he has his email. And Rick Smith Jr. Of he does. I know, said, <laughs> amazing. Like, ta- like, post it on your Instagram stories and tag me. So – I did, which means I had to, like, go public on Instagram, which I'm not, because I needed him to be able to see it. All day I'm looking, and he hadn't, like, shared it or anything. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. It just looks like I'm super into this guy. And people, like, most of my (laughs) friends are going to be like, what the fuck is this? Who is this? I know. Right before we recorded, I logged on to Instagram, and he had shared the video. And I was like, oh, thank God. So oh, now I, I checked could... at dinner today and I was like, oh, I don't see, maybe I missed it. Maybe you did it yesterday. Okay, oh, good. No, it's still there. Yeah. So, oh, shwoo, he shared it. So we are, we're going to go viral. Rory's little <laughs> uh, elation at 
Rick Smith Jr. being it's on his so cake. Cute. And so, somebody asked me like, "Oh, did they? Did he not want to eat like his that part?" And I was like, "Oh no, he like wanted his face. Like he, <laughs> wanted, like, <laughs> his face. he needs to eat his brain, and then it transfers <laughs> yeah. over, right? And like get his powers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and so this weekend he's having a birthday party with his little friend Penn, whose birthday is. Um, on Christmas Eve and, and I was like you know let's just, Morgan to his mom I was like let's just do a backyard party and something really easy um, and so I'm, I said I'll do the cake and order the pizza and she said okay I'll get it we can have it in my backyard and I'll get a pinata or something so today I was musing with the kids what should what should we put on the cake like I think it's Hot Wheels themed or something mm-hmm. and then Bridget said why don't you get one with Penn and Rory's face on there like and it's green printed and I was like oh, that's a little weird to like eat my own child's <laughs> face so I don't think so no I love it the only part about that that stinks and Bridget and I were both uh, a little judgy is the layer that is the picture is like it's a, gross it's, it's gummy right yeah it's like a gummy yeah. kind of and i'm like Bridget is like is this fondant mm. no i was like i don't know but it's just peel it off it's like gelatin maybe yes. right like a yeah, gelatin yeah. sheet yeah. that like stretches over it yeah, yeah. it's gross it's gross. the cake was great. delicious the cake otherwise was delicious but that little part of works with junior did not i love a grocery good. store cake mm. it's my favorite <laughs> it's my favorite 24 dollars for a yep Personalized. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> you people! I just can't <laughs> with you. I'm not saying it's the <laughs> no. best cake. It's no. not the best cake, no. but I like it. Yes. Oh, is exactly. this like like bad pizza? Is still great? Yes. 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 Oh, it's so good. And it's it. so cheap. It's so cheap. Right? <laughs> it's so cheap. When I when I went to, for my parents like. 45th anniversary or something, I got a cake at a really nice bakery, and it was like not that big and it was a hundred dollars and i was like oh, okay and then i'm like i should have just gone to h-e-b <laughs> oh they're, they're lovely bakers and they were very sweet and it was ready in 24 hours so I, I was happy anyway it was a very successful birthday and more to come i mean as of this as as this uh episode is playing it will be over mercifully and then dave's 50th birthday is in January, so I have to start mulling that over. Although Dave's more like a Jehovah's Witness about his birthday. He's like, whatever, it's not a big deal. But 50 kind of seems like an occasion I need to yeah. celebrate. It's just to balance out the universe with your love of birthdays. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, come I on. I mean, you don't have to. As a birthday Grinch myself, I know. me. I'm it's... turning 40 in a couple of weeks, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. I know. And he really doesn't. Like, for his 40th birthday, I was extremely pregnant. Um, and I gave birth to, like two weeks later, so he got a baby for his birthday, which I'm like, here you go. <laughs> I think we went to dinner. That um, yeah, but so for 50, I'm not, not going to blow it out, but I'll do something kind of special. Well, I think the best thing that came out of this whole Rick Smith Jr. issue was that you had told him about us. You had told us about him, excuse me, uh, before and posted a picture and you accidentally posted it in the general Slack channel instead of the show for that week. And so now Rick Smith Jr. lives as our mascot, our Tishi mascot in the Slack general channel and we're never taking it out. Nope. No. Well, I'm scared that, that is the photo that you put on the cake. Since we don't have paid slack, I'm scared that it's going to age out. Like, no. what's the, we can just we need put to it pin back. it or something. No, we need to save okay. it all yes. on our hard drive. Save yeah, it. it up to the cloud. But now we cannot post in our general channel anymore because we don't want to push it up. Yeah. Yeah. Meredith got mad at Bobby for doing it. She's like, do not. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> this is not the place for conversation, <laughs> <No>. Bobby. <laughs> 
Oh, our little Wari. I know. Whoa, he's starting <laughs> to pronounce it correctly, and it's like big kind boy. Of makes me sad. I know. You need well, to make sure you have lots of video or audio of it so he can mm-hmm. hear it. Whoa, mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be cute when you play yeah. it for his first girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm sure. And he's every girlfriend stoked. thereafter. <laughs> yep. That is Whoa-y. your prerogative as your mother. <laughs> yep. Well, let us move on to um, my. A holiday series, my holiday movie series, which I have renamed Ho Ho mm. Holiday Movies with Anne. <laughs> um, what was it before? I don't remember. I don't think it had a good name. But I think I honestly like thought of this in the shower and was like, it's the best name it ever. It is the best. It is. Well, especially because you used to rate with Ho Ho's. Yes. Yeah. I- I'm still, I haven't decided yet what my rating is going to be for Operation Christmas Drop, Ooh. which I don't know if it was on the front page of Netflix, but it suggested itself to me quite prominently. And uh, oh, I meant to pull this up so that I could um, read the synopsis for you guys. Um, it's The plot is not long. Here we go. Operation Christmas Drop from 2020, so last year, starring uh, Kat Graham and Alexander Ludwig, who are actors that you could possibly have heard of, unlike last week's question marks. Uh, Kat Graham, I think, is in a lot of these rom-com holiday type movies, and she's a, like a singer and does all kind of stuff. Alexander Ludwig was in The Hunger Games. He was one of the kids who was in The Hunger Games. Uh, he was the big, like, blonde, meanest bully guy who lived until the end and then got, like, torn apart by the wild creatures at the end. Anyway, and he's he was on this show that I don't watch on, I don't know, AMC or whatever, called Vikings. Mm. So that'll tell you what he looks like. He's this big old strapping blonde Scandinavian guy, um, well cast to be the the hero in this particular movie. Anyway... The premise of Operation Christmas Drop, congressional aide Erica forgoes family Christmas to travel at her boss's behest. At a beachside Air Force base, she clashes with Captain Andrew Jantz, who knows her assignment is finding reasons to defund the facility. End of plot summary. (laughs) (laughs) Riveting. I know. So anyway, the, the whole thing is she works for Virginia Madsen, who is a senator or representative. I don't know. Um, who has to close an Air Force base. And there are three in contention, and one is in her home district. And she's like, well, we're not closing that one because I don't want to lose those votes. But you know who doesn't vote? People in Guam. So let's close this Air Force base in Guam. And she sends Cat Graham out to like get the dirt on all their inefficiencies and so they can justify closing down this base because it has a reputation for this thing called Operation Christmas Drop, which is where all the pilots fly the planes out and airdrop supplies at Christmas time to all the small Micronesian islands. And uh, as far as Senator slash Representative Virginia Madsen is concerned, that is expendable and her votes are not. So it's set up uh, with all of the tropes. Uh, Erica is like a ambitious striver she's trying to get the job as chief of staff so she knows that she goes out here and kills it and gives her boss 
the recommendation that she wants, then she's going to get the job of her dreams. He is a cocky pilot who thinks that she's totally uptight. He's right. Uh, who is not above bending the rules and has a heart of gold. And gosh, I wonder what's going to happen between the two of them. <laughs> I don't know. Don't spoil it, Anne. Um, my observation watching this was, God, there's a lot of white people in Guam, apparently. <laughs> there's an army base there. Yeah. Or yes. Air yeah, Force it's Air Force. Army? But um, yeah, so there is that. But even that, like, isn't it the vast majority of the enlisted armed forces are black or Latino, I think? Yeah, the majority, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but anyway, like, I I looked it up in Guam. The population of Guam is like 90% indigenous people, kind of like indigenous or uh, like Hispanic related. But anyway, at least they are all competent actors. The conflict between them is painful and thin. Uh, And there's a truly sad CGI gecko, because apparently geckos are um, (laughs) symbols of good luck. So she has one living in her little apartment that she has conversations with. It's it's low-grade CGI. But but here's the thing about this movie, is it's kind of a bait-and-switch, because the romance part of it is fate accompli. Like, we know what's going to happen with this couple and they sort of set up all the dominoes so it will but the second half of the movie is much more like a wonderful world of disney everybody has to band together to save the airdrop in the face of bad weather grounding the planes and the senator slash representative i just don't know which one she was who actually shows up and wants to shut everything down and so it's all about like we've got to work together and get the christmas spirit to all these people who need it so the thing is i did not hate that part of it (laughs) if we as young gen xers elder millennials can put aside our horrendous cynicism and eye-rolly attitudes and embrace the excruciatingly earnest tone of this movie it's not that bad <laughs> well i don't know if i can do that <laughs> i know i did th- uh, meredith your standards are high you just haven't delved enough into the troughs of these holiday mm-hmm. movies enough to see what's bad and what's really bad yeah <laughs> but like if you were going to watch this with the kids while you were making cocoa and decorating the tree and talking about the wonders of Christmas. What's that thing that you feel the pressure for Hillary Christmas magic? Yes. Whatever. Yes. This would sort of be a movie that you could do that with Christmas magic. Get out. Yeah. 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 It's I'm glad it it wasn't pure torture. You know, I mean, mean, these are so bad. Let's let's put it this way. The romance part and the part in the beginning where they were clashing was not pleasant to watch. But um, overall, I'm giving this movie five hoes. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Okay. Um, I'm not going to watch it again. I'm not going to make it part of my holiday tradition. But I did not leave it wondering if the people in the movie disliked me the way I did with Hometown <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Uh, and you didn't I did, feel attacked. I did feel that the all the actors were doing the best they could with the material that they had. 
Like they were kind of working above the material. Whereas last week they were working at the same level as the material, which is not at all. So I don't feel like I wasted my time. Well, that's good. That's always a positive, not wasting time. (laughs) (laughs) It was fine to have on my phone while I was um, working on the gingerbread mansion. Let's put it that way. So I guess I'm not recommending it, but I'm not not recommending it. If you want to do it as a fun, fuzzy, Christmas, happy thing, you know, those eye roll. Yeah. So this guest. is Operation Christmas Drop, and where where is it? Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Speaking of Netflix, <clears throat> <Yes>. we did this <laughs> last year to some of our listeners' delight, to some of our listeners' disgust. I think <laughs> Renee was actively angry at us for making her watch this. <laughs> but we did do a thing last year where we all watched a holiday movie and then we spent the show talking about it. We're going to do that again. Um, only this time we're going to do it a little differently because we are actually going to watch the movie together and record our reactions and conversations during it and then we're going to release that as the show so that you guys the listeners theoretically can do a watch along and press play press play on the show and play on the netflix track and watch it together with us and we hope that that's fun for you um So I guess you don't have to do any homework and watch it before. You'll just watch it along. But we are going Mm -hmm. to be watching Christmas Inheritance on Netflix. And I picked this because last year we did the princess tropes. And she went to the castle and she met the prince and all of that. This year we are doing the career girl from the city goes to the small town where they she is taught the true meaning of the Christmas spirit and discovers a new life for herself. So it hits on all of these quite hard and not to spoil, but I kind of like that movie. Which is I'm why excited. I recommend I'm excited. it. I, because I'm psychotic, I listen to... Um, blank check patreon where they like do watch alongs and i'm not even watching the movies i just like listening to the commentary and they're currently doing the the santa claus oh no no. and it's like hilarious because it's so bad they're like because then they go into like what does tim allen mean like who you know how he is kind of in like the world of Mm. the greater world and all of that but it is I think it's funny to watch it because when you hear people live react to something like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> now, this yeah, is... I was thinking, like, how is it going to be if you aren't watching the movie? Is it going to be listenable at all? So to me, it is. As long as the people are kind of, you know, like somewhat constantly in banner. I, I don't think that we're like going to have to pause for a long time to understand what's going on. I think you can no. kind of see the gist and roll with it. It kind of reminds know. me of the McElroy boys um, do tell death do us blart yes. every Thanksgiving. Yes. That's become yes. a Thanksgiving tradition for us where they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 yep. every single year and pledge to do this until they die. Uh, I listen to that every Thanksgiving morning when I'm making pie. <laughs> yeah, we it. listened to it on the, on the drive to, to my mom's house. And we did watch it the first year because I, I feel like, 
You have to get the context. It's important to know what they're talking about. There's not enough money in the world that would get me to watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Or any Kevin James movie, frankly. Terrible. I thought, Hillary, when you said the Santa Claus for a minute, that it was Santa Claus the movie, the one with Dudley Moore, because they just talked about that on the Flop House. Do you guys remember that? That came out when we were kids. I vaguely mm-hmm. remember. You it, know, it's Dudley so Moore is an elf. It's funny because I feel like Dudley Moore like played a large part of my childhood. Like he was just a person that was, I don't know, like an act. You're like I'm aware of this person, and it's so odd. He was very important to me. He was very important to a lot of people. It, that's the movie where I learned what the word puce means, because I think they make lollipops <laughs> mm-hmm. that are puce colored. And that's the only thing I remember about it. <laughs> yep. I'm yep. not watching oh. that one or the Tim Allen ones, frankly. No, oh, no I, they're terrible. I did see this first Tim oh. Allen one. Yeah, it was huge. It was like such a big deal. At that point, it was like... You know, Tim Allen was in that. He had, you know, a huge TV show, and then he was going to be in um, Toy Story. Like, he was, and he had, like, a really popular book out at the same time. Like, he was huge in the mid-90s. I definitely saw the Santa Claus in the theater. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When we did not know that he was a piece of shit, and those (laughs) who did really didn't care because it didn't seem to matter that much. No, exactly. Exactly. I feel like we all knew that he was arrested for selling coke, right? I which, mean, right. which honestly, yeah. because he was like a family guy, it was like, well, that's kind of badass that he like, you know, mm-hmm. had a wild time. But then, yeah, Meredith- it's like when you learn that Bob Saget swears. Yes, exactly. Yep. You're like what? <laughs> Meredith was was Tim Allen like a big? Isn't he from um, Detroit? He's from yeah. The show was supposed to be based, I think, in Metro yeah. Detroit. Definitely not in Detroit. Yes, um, but in the but area, Metro Detroit, probably Troy would be my guess because it's the worst. I hate Troy so much. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we kind of can't help it that he's from here. (laughs) I don't, you know, it's like Ted Nugent level shame. Oh, yes. We're we're not holding it against you. No, it's okay. And if you think about it in Home Improvement, he was the protagonist, but he was really kind of the bad guy. Totally. He was always wrong. He was like always wrong. Always, always, always. I always thought that Richard Karn was kind of the hero of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. Winston? Wilson. 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 (laughs) Oh, gosh. That show. Going down, you know, 90s sitcom lane once again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, quick, quick. Let's go to the mailbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's stop talking about Tim Allen. Um, Okay. We got a couple through your phones this week. Um, The first one is just a very simple note from Justina that says, Boston, everyone should come. I'm in. That was that well, was I last week to. when we were talking about how we should go to Boston to see Justina. So yes. Justina is on mm-hmm. board with this plan. So we could all stay yep. at Justina's house. That's mm-hmm. what I'm in t- taking from this is mm-hmm. that she's yep. invited us all to stay at her house. Yes. Everyone who wants to come. Uh, as a longtime New Kids on the Block fan, this has been like my mecca that I haven't gone to yet. Mm. <laughs> Christy, whenever I go to Boston, my mother-in-law loves to go to Jordan's restaurant. Uh, oh, my God. It's like I mean, restaurant. it's not bad. It's and Wahlburgers. There's yes, t- two out of the five oh, yeah. have restaurants. Right. Wait, hold on. I can't remember the name of it because I've been Jordan Knight Restaurant Milton, um, Novara. It's not that bad actually. I mean, I think when I say he owns it, I mean it's not like he's going he's around an the investor tables. like JT. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's, he's lending I mean, his star power to it. Yes. <laughs> if we're going to go to a celebrity restaurant, let's go to. John Bon Jovi's restaurant. That sounds like he like shows up mm-hmm. and washes dishes there sometimes. Andy's and a good guy. For, it's all yeah. for charity. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. So we're going to Boston. That's settled. <laughs> settled. Done. Stamped. Yes. Ratified. Um, and also, Anne sent us an email. Um, this is in regards to our, uh, to the Oscar nom 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 discussion. <laughs> um, and it is a link. She just sent it, a link to an Epicurious website, which is Oscar movie menus. And it's all movies from 2007. Um, I think that goes with, she also sent us the uh, segment of TBTL that where they did the cooking with Sean Oscars menu. And I believe that was was the same menu because if I recall, I did not, and Louis, I didn't um, listen to this segment because I feel like I know it by heart. If I recall, they picked the Michael Clayton meal. Yes. Yeah. And then they prepared it, quote unquote, prepared it in studio. (laughs) (laughs) And I always remember that because I liked Michael Clayton a lot. I thought that was a really good movie. Yeah. I I loved cooking with Sean so much. I know. Mm -hmm. But I did go back and look at that article, the Epicurious article. Those menus are bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they represent uh, anything interesting. And it was the most basic, like, party hosting, Oscars party hosting advice ever. Prep in advance. Durr. Make it a buffet. (laughs) Print ballots to entertain guests. And pair drinks with movies, too. I'm like, thanks, Epicurious. Mm. What? Jesus Christ. Like, I can't think of it myself. That's like that's like in the Devil Wears Prada where she's like florals for spring. Wow, what a concept! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have a lot of people over for a party. No, I, I need quiet. I, I that that's actually like I go to my friend Emily. It's pre pandemic. I would go to her house and we would watch it. And occasionally one other person would be there, and I'm like, this is ruining my vibe right now because <laughs> you're injecting your opinions. I need to focus. Like, I know. Well, and it'll be people who like don't keep up with like Oscar talk or whatever. And I'm like, they're like, I like this person. I'm like, no, you're wrong. That person is bad. I need you to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Not hardcore enough to watch the Oscars. I, okay. I, I mean, really, for Michael Clayton, I don't understand why the cheesemongers mac and cheese would be an appropriate choice. I can see the filet mignon, but I don't think they made... Did they make filet mignon in the studio with TBTL? No way. Isn't that... Is that filet filet mignon? mignon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember Luke brought the bread because that was all he could be trusted with. Isn't that what he also brings only to Thanksgiving? Yeah, the Hawaiian rolls. rolls. You buy at the grocery store. Guys, this stupid fucking show has been lodged in our brain that we're always like the Hawaiian rolls. Like we all just know. (laughs) Every time I go to the grocery store and I see the Hawaiian rolls, I think of Luke Burbank. Damn it. Uh, well, okay. Um, those were our throw your phones. Our, our question of the week last week was, what is your midnight library in reference to our book club book? Mm-hmm. Um, and we did get some responses. Gregory says, probably an AOL chat room list. <laughs> I can that see was that. a good answer. <laughs> so yes. of an age, Gregory. Right? <laughs> it's very appropriate for him, too. He's an extremely online American. Um, Elizabeth says, I would say like a Netflix situation. That's yeah, a good one, too. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, Amanda says, I was thinking of an airport, and then Bobby perfectly described it. Yeah. That's another. Mm-hmm. Joseph says, a record store or a comic shop. Those are really good, too. These are all really good. And then yeah. Joseph also says, I've been, I've actually been reading a ton lately using the Libby app to connect to my library account. I can't recommend the app enough. You can access Kindle-style books and audiobooks galore for free. 
After the Midnight Library, I added others from Matt Haig, and The Comfort Book just became available to me this week. If you enjoyed The Midnight Library, I think that you'd love this too. Much shorter and more of a collection of ramblings, not a novel. Super heartwarming and right on time for this listener. So that's a really good plug yeah. for the li- another plug for the Libby app and another Matt Haig book that you can check out. You know, the problem, the problem is... I don't like being on the waiting list. When I, I want to read a book, I want to read a book. <laughs> I know. Now what? Well, that's why I get impatient just by the dang thing. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Uh, and then finally, Lane says, mine would be a park with lots of hiking trails. Now, that's a cool idea. I like that. Like, you can yeah. take different mm-hmm. paths, like, literally different paths. I know. It's very Robert Frost of you. Yeah. I like Lane it. says, um, I've been clinically diagnosed with anxiety and depression, and going for long hikes, especially ones that end at a high vista, has long been one of my non-pharmaceutical coping strategies. I imagine it stems from growing up an only child in rural Wisconsin, where I spent hours roaming the acres of woods around the house with my dog, exploring and thinking. Parentheses. Note, I did not have absentee parents. I was just given to doing this on my own after a certain age. Good disclaimer. Like Lane's this wild-haired child running around in the bushes. (laughs) I love it. I do, too. Um, Can I say mine? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I also thought maybe some kind of streaming service cue... But really what gives me lots of joy is looking at um, restaurant menus. And so like an <gasps> infinite menu with like oh. at least a million pages of appetizers themselves. Yeah. I mean, don't you just go to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> no, that's what it's designed after. Like, <laughs> So I like, think that would be Do I want Mexican? Mm, Chinese. Right. <laughs> Indonesian, perhaps. Yeah. All in the same place. Oh, I like that. Well, that was great. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, all right, should we go into the main topic of the day? Let's yes, let's gift it to our listeners. I really don't like using gift as a. I know it's a very much. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're, grow. We're, like I know grow your business. It's not. When did we start saying mm-hmm. gifting? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I feel like it was in the last twenty years. It's really yeah. picked up yeah. steam. Ugh, gross. We could do a whole show on. Um, words that became verbs that I hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's so many. There are. Especially, like, in business stuff. Oh, Ooh. corporate speak. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. So gross. gross. <laughs> well, okay, so the background to this is that we were talking on our Jambo, like, what should we do this week? We knew we were going to do a movie one um, next week, and, you know, thinking, and I, I, so, somebody, we were just talking about gifts, and maybe it was talking about Rory's gifts for his birthday. It was Bobby saying... What should I get for this white elephant thing right. that I'm going to? Oh, yes. Right. I don't think we gave him an answer at all. But no, we got sidetracked. <laughs> I, said, I told because him we, pot. Yeah, we were like, oh, that yeah, would make yeah. a good show topic. It You're on your own, Bobby. And it's funny because it's something that I really have been thinking about a lot lately because as we get into this season, and as Anne referenced before, I hate the, you know, making Christmas magic happen. It kind of makes me crazy because it's just, well, it's um, disproportionately put on women a lot and I find it kind of frustrating when I work full time and all the other stuff and I don't really have time to do Christmas magic especially when I'm (laughs) tired and I want to do it but I don't have time for magic I don't have time for magic but I also I think what last week we were talking about Christmas presents and how really all you want to do is watch the kids opening gifts like that's the most important thing and I've Mm -hmm. really been feeling that lately you know there are certain people that I do like to give gifts to but I and I guess this is spoiler alert to how I feel and maybe how a lot of us feel is that obligatory gift giving is so 
gross and consumerist and I I hate it. I have grown to detest it. And I think we were just like talking about gift gifting and why it's, I don't know. It's become this just, uh, and uh, people can have other feelings about this. Some people love to give gifts and love to get gifts. I just, I have started to find it to be kind of gross. And I think we wanted to talk about, you know, how we feel about gifts and, and, and even the positive sides, there have been great gifts that I've been given, um, but just kind of our theories behind it in this season. So in the season of love, yeah, every well, kiss okay. begins with K. <laughs> I did fellas. She wants some weird Cho- brown diamonds. Chocolate way to make an impure diamond or, a commodity. What is it? A Jane Seymour um, oh, brooch right. or yeah. whatever. <laughs> If there's not a Lexus in my driveway on Christmas morning, I'm out of here. I did tell Dave, though. I was like, if you wanted to give me a Lexus with a bow on it, I I am giving you the okay with that one. I would be furious. (laughs) There is a commercial running here for the Minnesota Lottery Mm. where it's that whole setup where he's like, go look in the driveway. And out in the driveway, there's this enormous bow. I think it's a green bow sitting on the ground. And she's like, oh. And she picks it up, and it's lottery tickets and scratch <laughs> stuff underneath it. I like it. Oh uh, well, okay. So uh, we're gonna start off with some questions. So, ladies, where do gifts rank in your love languages? Even though I know that love languages are kind of bullshit, but I I do. It has helped me in thinking of what I value as far as another person goes. Because definitely, I mean, I'll just go first. Definitely, like acts of service are really important to me as opposed to gifts. Gifts are not that important to me. Um, I don't, if somebody wants to give me a gift, that's great, but it's not something that I, I warmly think about the other person. If somebody does some shit for me, I really think warmly right? about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but anyway, Anne, what, what do you think? Uh, well, gifts are at the bottom of my love languages. Um, I don't know, like acts of service doesn't speak to me, but what are the other ones? I can't remember. It's like There's words of words of touch. A, words of affirmation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably words of affirmation. Praise yeah. me, praise me, I please. Know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please. Please tell me I'm pretty. And I like I am such a practical person and I'm at the point in my life where if I want something, I'll get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. You know? And I'm not very much of a stuff person in general, which is not any kind of moral statement or judgment of people who like like to collect things or tchotchkes or whatever. Like it's just not – like shopping is not the thing, the click that makes me happy. Yeah. That's M&M's that yeah. does it for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not pretending like I'm a like a better person or anything. It's just that shopping is not the way I fill the hole yeah. in, inside me. And I just don't really want a lot of stuff. So I have a difficult time coming up with things for people to get me. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, maybe if it's just something that's like a, well, you know, maybe I could do with one of these. But I don't remember when somebody asks me. And then when it comes to giving gifts, I have so much anxiety around it of, you know, not giving the person what they want and um i know meredith's family is quite similar to mine that we're very practical midwestern people and we have for years done the 
the gift list where you just and we did it in a like a spreadsheet like a google doc and you put links to everything that you wanted and then everybody then once you like put all your items on there then you just can't go back and look at your tab and everybody else buys what they want for you and then cross it off the list and it becomes like we said obligatory and kind of rote and easy and i don't know i just felt like that wasn't that rewarding anymore no it's just you exchanging money just give each other a hundred bucks and then walk away it's so dumb yeah but on the other hand if i'm not given that guideline of what people want the anxiety of getting a good gift really weighs heavily Mm -hmm. on me and creates a big mental problem for me to the point where i actually a few years ago talked about it with my therapist and she said my mom's hearing this for the first time. My um, my therapist said, "Why don't you just opt out yeah, of yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I the do. gift process in your family?" And I was like, "Well, I don't. I mean, you know, I don't want to like spoil it." And she said, "No, you just tell everybody that you're just not going to participate it, and you're happy for everybody else to do it, but you just don't want to." And it was a little bumpy that first year because I got some questions from my brothers like well what if we turned it into an exchange where we drew names and so you only had to buy one gift and I was like you know if you guys want to do that please do but I just don't want to have that on my plate anymore yeah and in fact I think some of them still got me gifts and I was like I said I didn't want anything and they're like oh Mm -hmm. we just thought you meant you didn't want to buy any not that you didn't want to get any and I'm like what do you think of me (laughs) so rude (laughs) you're like just give me stuff I don't want to buy anything (laughs) I'm not into gifts I mean I still like getting them but no yes (laughs) So, like, it's a little weird. I don't know if they were... They did, in fact, do a gift exchange without me. And, I like, I don't know if any of them felt weird about it. But I didn't feel weird. It's just, you know, it's nothing that makes me happy. And it really weighs on my mental health for that whatever period of time, like, starting in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so I'm just happy not to do it anymore. Yep. Yep. I mean, I I kind of feel the same way where it's just... I, I don't like that. I want, like Christy says, like, I I want this, then I'm going to buy you this. And it's, I just, mm-hmm. it, it feels, and it's not like I'm some communist. It, like, and like you said, if I want something, I'm, I'll buy it for myself. And I definitely right. do. And you'll get the one you want. Yes, right? exactly. And there's no like weird disappointment that it wasn't the right thing. Now I don't have that as much as I did probably when I was a kid, but it's like, okay, this is what I want and I make money and I'm going to buy it for myself. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Meredith, what about you? Where is it on your, on um, your list? I mean, it's not it's not a big deal. Uh, love language for me, um, definitely an acts of service person, and I, I only know this because my therapist made me read this book when, before the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, acts of service is definitely, that's that's much more important to me um, because, yeah, again, I'll just get the things that I want for myself. So it is a little bit tricky, but I do kind of create like a, a wish list throughout the year of stuff that I'm like, oh, maybe I'll treat myself to this someday, but I don't feel like I want to do it right now or whatever. Yeah. And so that kind of comes in handy when I'm making lists for other people. Um, and I guess, you know, I like giving people gifts um, and, and it doesn't stress me out as long as I have a list from them. I, the, the stress of like coming up with something on my own is very scary to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the fact that my family does, you know, since we're all grownups now, we draw one name and then we buy for the kids. Um, and that that works really well for me. Um, and everybody else seems to be pretty cool with it. And yeah, it is just like, here's a thing that's $100. Here, now I have my thing that's $100. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's still like, I still do think, the thing I like about it is because I do think about the person who gave me the thing when I'm using it or whatever. Like, I remember the person who gave me a, a hand blender. Every single time I use my hand blender, I'm like, yes. aw. yeah. That was sweet. So I do kind of like that about it. Um, my dad actually just texted me today and said I was thinking about ending the the gifts for adults and just and just getting stuff for the kids. And I was like, that is totally fine. I kind of forgot that you even did that because he would always get me like a Lowe's gift card because money pit, you know. Yep. <laughs> and I, I do appreciate that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But he's like making homemade grape jam from the the grapes that he grows up at the lake and so like he's he's like you'll still get some jam okay (laughs) great (laughs) and that's kind of sweet like he's making it himself and you know he's got um beehives up there too and then and last year it was honey and I like that sort of thing um so maybe I'm a little less grinchy about gifts in general um but I definitely like to have the constraints of a list and I like to produce a list and I guess as far as like I don't know. As far as shopping, the thing that I like to get for myself is clothes. Um, I don't really like knickknacks or anything, but I do love to clothes shop for some reason. Um, so I'm constantly like out of room in my closet in my dresser. Um, so I have to cycle things out, but I don't want anyone else to get me clothes because no, that's just a no. terrible minefield. No, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea how people who buy other people clothes oh do it. No, it's, it's crazy. Oh, it's never, it's never right. It's just I'm, too risky. I'm, I'm three different sizes right now at different stores. Right. Like, I, you know. Oh, yeah. It, it's impossible. It's too hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I, I I don't think Dave has ever bought me clothes. And I would be like, what are you doing? Get out of <laughs> and actually, when I go shopping, I like to get clothes, but I really hate shopping with other people. Like, I shopping Oh, no. It's not, a very personal thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I'm going to a store, I... Because, I, I like, I hate shopping with other people when they're like, oh look at this. Do you like this? And I'm like, I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Like I like to go by myself. I'm looking for a shirt or whatever I'm looking for. And I want to do this by myself. I want to go into the dressing room by myself and like deal with it. I I don't want anybody else involved. And also because sometimes I might linger at something else. And if Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel like it would be annoying to just watch me look at pants. I don't know. As someone who has gone to Nordstrom with you, I'm mildly offended. Although we did just go (laughs) off and do our own thing. No, we we? did. We did. Mm -hmm. We separated. Yeah. It's like, That's see you in five minutes. Yep. <laughs> um, Christy. Um, it's my last, as I, you know, you can tell because I've been adding little things. Um, I don't need anything like everything that, that you all said, I don't need anything. Um, I'll just buy it myself. And, um, I think that part of this comes from, my mom's only love language was buying gifts. And so that kind of felt icky. Like Mm. she would buy us crap, like, but never say, I love you. Um, Um, mm -hmm. And so like, it just kind of feels gross. And also what I really don't like is like people get so stressed, especially moms. Like I don't have enough money for the holiday. Like everyone Mm -hmm. is like stressed about money and getting all these things. And it like, I just want to be out of that. And um, when Jeremy and I got married, I said, you take care of your family gifts and I'll take care of mine. And it's a good deal for me. And it's a scam because my family doesn't exchange gifts. 
My dad yes. gives us Costco memberships and AAA. Hey, and I know. It's as the somebody best who got gift. a flat that's tire, like as somebody it. who yes. got a flat tire today, uh, yeah. a AAA We've membership used is, it so many times. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So um, he gives us that, um, and then kids. Like he, he gives uh, spoils Elliot, but um, yeah. Kids yeah. don't need more things. Like they're no. always like, "Oh, we have to make it magical for the kids." They don't need more toys. Let me I tell know. you something <laughs> that I realized after the kids were probably like old enough to kind of realize that presents, what presents were, and like getting excited about Christmas presents. Christmas is great. They're very excited. I actually get extremely grossed out watching them open presents. I hope you're not hearing this, kids, because mm-hmm. it's so gross. Like, they don't even give a shit about what they're no. opening. Like, for one second, they're excited about whatever they opened. And then it's like, on to the next thing. And then thing. they forget, yeah. And then they're just kind of like, Ugh! like, ravenously, like, capitalistic. And I'm like, this is so gross. I'm raising, like, monsters right now. We yeah. should give him. They all are like that. It's yeah, not yeah, just your kids. Kids are like, yeah. hey, I um, should have get I... an orange. And <laughs> yep. with some clothes uh, in it. Yeah. Um, my what I give Elliot and Sawyer is an ornament. I always give them an ornament from um, that's themed from the Halloween costume that they did that year, so oh, that they can like cute. remember. That's cute. Um, because I remember like when I moved out, I had like no ornaments. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so I just think it would be cool if you like go off to college or whatever and have eighteen at least, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cute. I like that. Yeah, very cute. Victor is, his mom texted us a, a big group text the other day, and it was like, if you want to give Victor money, and I'm not saying you have to or will or whatever, but this is how you do it. And it's like an app that it goes into his account, and then it allocates like some into savings and some into donation and some into Is um, it called spend. Piggybot? Um, I don't think so. No. That's the one we use for. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. multiple ones, right? But um, I thought that was kind of a cool idea, because yeah. all he really wants is like money to get Fortnite skins. Right. Yeah. It's called green light. I, I, I really just want to buy him a Fortnite skin and wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Here's your skin, child. All of those so V bucks, like I bet those kids would feel like as an adult, you say you spent three thousand dollars on Fortnite skins when you were eleven. Mm-hmm. Like that's embarrassing, guys. But then I have to talk about how much money I've spent on Candy Crush over the years, and I don't really want to engage in that mm-hmm. conversation. It's your money. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. True. <laughs> I'll put some money in his in his college fund. Yes, yes, yes that's better. Uh, he will love that as a twelve year old boy. <laughs> Super psyched. Mm-hmm. He um, may appreciate it when he's twenty. So yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're all a little bit bah humbuggy. But okay, what is your gifting <laughs> philosophy? Do you do you? Um, I mean, and you sort of addressed it. Like giving gifts kind of gives you some anxiety. Yeah. Right. Do you when you do have to give one? What, how do you tackle it? When, when was you the last full- time I gave a gift other like, than to the little boy? I was going to say, just, yeah, it doesn't. I I don't know. the The problem with like asking for things that I need is that I can't get away from the needs yeah. slash wants calculations mm-hmm. in my head mm-hmm. because I was. I felt so financially insecure for so long. Yes. Um, I, I was on sort of my own 
um, austerity program. I remember when Greece was put on the I was going to say, are you yes. Portugal? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I was on Portugal my own to Anne, yeah. self, self-imposed <laughs> austerity program where any time I was interested in something, I would think, do I need this or mm-hmm. do I want it? Yeah. And if the answer was need, can buy it. The answer was wants. No. Yeah. I can't have it. So I, this is another thing that I've actually had conversations with my therapist about. She's like, it's okay for you to have things just because you want them. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I've kind of put that as a non-possibility. And I guess like my brain is so warped around that now. Like I don't know how to. That door is buy stuck things. shut. Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know how to buy mm-hmm. things for myself. So how can I get other people to buy for me you know it's kind of an odd thing and i you know one of the good things working in the gift store was good for was thinking of things (laughs) to get other people Mm. so that was something that really helped me because i think to be a really successful gift giver of the kind that doesn't have a roadmap given to them you have to spend a lot of time out looking and it's sort of built for people who enjoy that browse we have lots of people who come to the store and just look at all the pretty things and kind of catalog and come back and i could do that a little bit when i worked there but now that i don't go anywhere (laughs) hell if i know yeah i mean the one of the drawbacks i think about online shopping is that you don't have that browsing option yeah the same way doing anything online you don't have the browsing option like i honestly miss the video store sometimes when you could just walk down the shelves it's just so much harder to browse titles on netflix or hbo max or whatever it's i get choice overload yes. with those things yep. like yes. sometimes yeah. when i'm even online shopping i'm like I, I don't know give me 10 choices and but mm-hmm. i'm just gonna shut this page down right now because i can't deal but with all these choices a lot of times i think the best gifts come where it's things that you weren't necessarily even intending, but you see them and you go, aha, that would make mm-hmm. a great gift for a person. But that's not something that happens when you're shopping online. Yeah. So it's really kind of taken that little leg away from me now that I don't leave the house. <laughs> One that, yeah, the tactile, tactile, like feeling of th- just seeing if it's like good quality or, you know, cause when you're perusing Amazon, it's hard to really know like, oops, yeah. I bought yeah. doll furniture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's happened to me. <laughs> not doll, not furniture, but like, I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a shirt for a doll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. No wonder it was so cheap. <laughs> it was too much of a deal. Yeah. You know, and I, so I, I, as much as I don't love getting gifts, I'm, again, if somebody wants to send me a gift. You can fucking send me a gift. That's great. But um, I do, I like um, giving people stuff, but it, and sort of similar to you, I, when I was so poor, I was like, I didn't really give gifts because I didn't have the extra money to really give a gift that I wanted to. So I like now that I have some extraneous cash that I can spend a little bit of money on it but yes i get a little bit of paralysis on it and it's like are they is this going to be dumb are they going to be like why did she give this to me this was so weird but it does feel good when you give somebody a great gift and they seem to really like it but yeah i think people would think that though like i've gotten stuff where i'm like what but also it's like "Eh, it's fine (laughs) fine yeah (laughs) whatever i love Uh, paying for dinner 
Yes. That's oh, what yep. I like to Same. Do. Mm-hmm. Same. Like an experience yep. or a dinner. No, yeah. I totally mm-hmm. agree. I mean, that's, that's what I want for my birthday. You know, yeah. I just want to go out to dinner yep. and I haven't been out to dinner in such a, such a terribly long time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do it this year either. Um, no, paying for day. One of my favorite things to do is um, do the like, and I've only done it a couple of times, but when you're out with a bunch of people, mostly because I hate splitting the check more than anything, it like gives mm-hmm. me anxiety to like deal with that when you go like I'm gonna go to the bathroom really quickly and then you go find the waiter and you're like I'm just gonna take care of I've this. done that before. oh it feels yeah. so good it's like my Slip favorite the credit card to yes. them and then Don't tell. And, and it's not even that I want everybody to be like you know hail the conquering hero or anything it just is like no it was nice like I liked being with you and I'll get the check I think it's a fun little sneaky game yes <laughs> to yes. play like who's gonna Who's go- I've done it before where people like didn't even think that that's what I was doing. And I'm like, ha ha, I won. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Whenever I go out to lunch with my aunt, she always pays, has always paid. And like, you know, I'm an adult now. Uh, there's no reason why I can't take her to lunch every once in a while. So one time I got the check before she could get it and I paid for it. And she protested and she was, mm. she was sort of like almost upset at me and the next time we went out to lunch she dived on that check so <laughs> fast it was like she was protecting me from a bomb <laughs> so that was actually the last time i tried to do that <laughs> You're like, i can't actually keep doing this um, i guess i'll let you pay for me if it means that much to you with when i go out with uh, my work people for lunch or whatever i don't even attempt to contribute oh, no to they make so much money <laughs> i know no. i'm like I'm not even. The no. boss needs to pay for that. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That That's the whole point of going out to lunch. I either bring my lunch because lunch downtown is always $20, like no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah, whatever you get. Or I go out to lunch with them and they can pay for me. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Christy or Meredith, do you like giving gifts? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I try to focus on utility first. I always want to give something that's useful. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of a, a, an equation. It's like utility is most important, want is next, and then something frivolous is after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, I find it really easy to shop for people who have a lot of hobbies. Like Gregory is super easy yes. because he is interested in so many things mm-hmm. and he always needs little doodads and whatever. And he has a very like distinct personality. And so like when I first moved back here, I got him for our first Christmas together. A, he didn't have a Christmas stocking, so I got him a Carhartt one. Um, which I think I th- I'm so I'm like still proud of that, which is I'm gloating about my, <laughs> my did such a good choice. job. I did a really good job. Um, but I think it, I think it, it like I think it was I think that was a good choice and it, it fit him really well and it was kind of cute. Um, and I'll put like we don't really do big, you know, Christmas gifts for each other, um, but we do stockings and I kind of like doing that for Christmas. And so in his stocking, I'll put some useful stuff. Like I always put chapstick, even though he never uses chapstick. I don't know why I keep mm-hmm. doing that. That's like a, uh, that's like a family tradition. My stepdad mm-hmm. always puts like batteries and <laughs> chapstick and stuff in her stocking. You um, just say, if you ever feel like kissing me, you'll yeah, use that goddamn chapstick. Your <laughs> lips are really messed up, dude. Um, <laughs> there's always a chocolate orange in the toe because that's another family tradition. Um, dark chocolate, of course, um, because this all has to be like low sugar chocolate you know of course um but it is like it is kind of a fun opportunity to to give him sugar that he can't usually have um special occasion sugar and it usually lasts him like the whole year (laughs) of christmas candy um and stretch it out i mean i guess he has to but that's some Mm -hmm. restraint 
He right? has a lot of self-control about <laughs> that. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I, th- that's the thing that I like about gift giving, I guess, um, is when it's like rewarding to me. <laughs> I know. What do I get out of this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's interesting because I agree with you that in your sort of order of importance that utility, utilitarian things are what you should aim for first. But I, I know that there are a lot of people that don't agree with that. Like there, it's a whole like tired joke about, you know, getting your wife a vacuum cleaner or whatever, mm-hmm. only if you want to get divorced. <laughs> but honestly, for, for me, if it's something that I can Game. use, yes, that I need and can use, mm-hmm. um, that's the best kind. But I am yeah. wary of uh, other people not having that same philosophy um kathleen livingston is like for gifts it is not a utilitarian thing and it's almost always jewelry or like she is very much of the gifting like not extravagant but something that you like would never buy for yourself i Um, totally get that philosophy like that makes perfect sense to me it's just not like how my mind gravitates i guess when um when dave i was like maybe we were engaged yeah, it was the Christmas we were engaged, and I asked, I said, what I really, really want, what I would love for you to get me is, because um, I'm, like, getting ready for a wedding or whatever, and I'm like, will you get me sessions with a personal trainer at 24 Hour Fitness? And he was like, I can't do that. Like, I can't <laughs> tell people that I gave my fiance, like, <laughs> personal yeah. trainer. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, hey, get your ass wait for our wedding. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I mean, I've okay. had a fancy shark vacuum in my like Amazon cart forever and ever that I just can't pull the trigger on. But I don't know if I would want somebody else to do that for me. I know. I've been lightly hinting, even though Dave and I agreed this year because we want, we're saving to redo our bathroom. I'm like, we're only going to spend $50 on each other because it's coming from the same place. That's stupid. But I really, really, really want the Dyson air wrap. But yeah, like, it's it nice is looking. $500. And I'm like, I can't. That's, I can't do that. That like, seems like it, a good Kathleen. Yeah, I know. I'm like, do you want hint, hint. to, I know, winky, winky, do you want to give this to me? Because I, I would really like it, but it's really, really expensive. And that seems crazy. I that cannot convince well. myself that it's that much better than any other I know. hair dryer. I know. I Oh, it's a hair dryer? Yes. I thought you were saying vacuum. No, 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 no. They no. make this like no, miraculous no, no, thing no. with all these different attachments. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and it is $500. And they make like limited edition ones that are like $800 because it's a different color. No, no, no. no. I don't yeah. like this at all. I My hair dryer was like 89 and it feels gross. And that was like 15 years ago. I still have it. And like, I still am like, oh, this was too expensive. I don't want to replace it. No, I have something that I got it target that's like con air mm-hmm. yes listen my revlon style and go or whatever was 40 dollars at costco it is great though it is like and it's it is wonderful it does a wonderful job of straightening my hair but i can tell sometimes that it is like fucking frying my hair because it's yeah. just heat blowing it there's no there's no dyson technology it's just like revlon <laughs> That's going to make you have the super, super healthy hair. (laughs) It better. Like, it's better condition while it dries. I think people fall for it. I mean, I almost did. I know. I actually have to buy hair dryers kind of on the reg because my hair breaks them because it's so thick. (laughs) You have have a lot of hair. If you had the $500 one, you'd never have to buy it again. What if you I'm had sure. to, what if you broke that one? I would just <laughs> oh my god. Jump yeah. out the window just forget it. I'd be calling up Dyson <laughs> lifetime warranty. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh man. I know. 
Ugh. Um, all right. We're moving on to something that I, I'm really bad at. This is the, okay. So I like giving gifts to people. Like if, if I think I like giving gifts to people like, um, Meredith, like you were saying, when somebody has a hobby and you're like, this would make them so happy. And I just like, it's, you know, a puzzle piece that they are missing and I'm going to give it to them. That makes me happy. This is something I detest. And I feel like I'm such a Grinch, but I really, and it's because I'm bad at it. White elephants slash Yankee swaps for those of you in the Northeast. Um, I hate them and they make me very uncomfortable and I'm not good at them. Did we ever come to the conclusion because we were a little, we were confused when we were bringing this up. Are white elephants joke gifts or are white elephants generic gifts that anybody that's you know a rolls philosophical the dice for? debate? Or well, maybe a party I think specific. It's a party specific. Yes. Yeah. Thing. Right. Like well, they have even, to define it. Honestly, even like at my old work, we would have like a boozy lunch, and it would be a white elephant, and some people would bring nice bottle or whatever twenty five dollar bottles of wine, and some people would bring like you know, a penis sock or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. like, like who was... gets the chia pet? Sort yeah. of deal. Yes. And then that what is the, the tone. Yeah. Well, and that was the whole thing. It was like, cause then and I, people like love the gamesmanship of it. And I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I just want this to be done, but it's, you know, whoever gets certain numbers, then you can swap for them. But then you can only swap for one present. Oh, I hate twice. the swapping. I hate the swapping. Yeah. And Ooh, so it's anxious. like, I, me too. And I'm just like, this is what I have. It's fine. I'm fine with, you know, Chia pet, like I can deal mm-hmm. with it. I'll just throw it away. But at they, um, I, so whoever is left standing with some stupid gift, they're like, it's all hilarious, and I think it's very annoying. And uh, you know, I would like sneak out and smoke a cigarette while everybody's doing it. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because if it's supposed to be a good gift, then it takes all the sort of joy out of what Meredith is talking about is finding something that fits a yeah. person. If it has to, you know, a, a, a solar powered flashlight, like, well, okay. <laughs> like, I don't care who, who's going to be happy by that. The little kids probably. Yes. But I, I think so. We used to do this at our holiday after Christmas party for the store. And I just opted out of that every mm. time I was like, no, that's okay. I don't need to play. I don't want any of this shit. Yes. Um, and so I'll just watch everybody else fight over the stuff. And then I think even back to my dad's family, we haven't done Christmas with them in a while, but they used to do this every year. And I think my parents just opted our whole family out of it after a while. Cause it's just not that fun. No, no. Um, Jeremy's family does this whole, well, they did. We haven't had Christmas um, you know, last year or whatever, but all of them come together. This is his mom's side of the family. And there's like four kids. So then there's all the cousins and stuff like that. And there's at least 20 people and they do, um, white elephant has to be a nice gift because Jeremy got kicked out of it one year. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so it has to be a nice gift and they're very judgy about it. Like when you open it, but they do it, they don't draw numbers, which would be easy and it would all be over. They do dice. You have to roll a double to be yep. able to open a gift. No. What? It yep. takes yep. Forever. hours. Forever. Hours to do this. And then you, and they keep going. So, because then you can steal, right? And then uh. everyone has a gift. And then they're like, we're going to put an anonymous number on, you know, like a random number on the timer. And we're just going to keep playing 
And then it's a race. Oh, God. And I bet they don't even drink. Oh, they, uh, some do. Aren't these like the super religious side yeah. of the family? No, thank you. I think I've been to a couple white elephant things like work parties when I was trying to be a team player and I gave up on that real quick (laughs) because I find these things painful. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I think if you're going to do a white elephant thing, at least it should be funny. I think it could theoretically be fun with the right group of people. Um, Like if you're all close friends or something, maybe, but the pressure to come up with like the best, because there's always like a clear winner of like, oh, this person definitely picked the best thing. Yes. That's too much pressure. I don't like that. Um, but if it's going to happen, I guess it, I think it should at least be like funny gifts, even though I don't like that either, because you don't, what are you going to do with You're like, wasting money on a, yeah, right. a Celine Dion cassette tape. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it in the trash, you know? Like, right. <laughs> so, so it's kind of a useless exercise. My, one of my mom's sisters, the, her husband's side of the family, they have a white elephant every year, but they don't buy any new presents, I don't think. Hmm. They just pass the same terrible presents around. So it's like, oh, this year, who's going to get stuck with the Celine Dion cassette tape <laughs> kind of thing? And they all seem to really enjoy that. So hmm. I guess that's more of a a game with pieces almost it's like a at tradition this point. kind of. Yeah. yeah, not so much like a gift-giving exercise, I suppose. I could kind of get into that. I don't know. I'd have to be there and try it. Ugh. We did. I actually, he won't listen, but I went to my friend Tony's um, party the other night and it was like crappy calendar um, gift oh, yeah. giving. And, <laughs> um, and it was like fun. And there were only five people there. But then Tony, I mean, I adore Tony, but he, like, loves a game. In fact, it was game night that night. Um, and he was like, okay, now I think we should do it, like, you know, pick numbers. And then we can, like, pass around the, you know, if you whatever. There was some, like, intricate number picking. And then you can pick which calendar you actually want. And I, but it can't be your own calendar. And I was like, no, we already opened them. We're done. I'm, I'm done with this part of this. I could drive no joy out of this. I got a Richard Simmons um, calendar, so I'm actually kind of pleased with that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I had a good pick. I think party games are the worst. Mm -hmm. If you want to sit down and play like a board game or one of that sort of thing, Trivial Pursuit or whatever, I'm totally into that. But like shower games. Oh. Oh. They're just designed to be embarrassing. The only. Okay. The only shower game that I've ever come up with that I. Well, I enjoyed it because I'm me. But for my um, girlfriend, was it for mine? And then we carried it on. I can't remember. But um, the best party game was we posted pictures of celebrities that were pregnant but covered up their faces. And you had to guess who the celebrity was. That was pregnant. Oh, I can that's see that fun. being good for you. Yeah. yeah. That's not embarrassing at all. No. Like, but <laughs> like the, the bridal showers where you have oh. to dress somebody up and make the toilet no. paper dress. No. And, no. 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 Just you're embarrassing yourself. I mean, I think we've all talked about this before. The worst game. The worst is that baby showers went. Oh, I can't even think oh, about the that. diaper, smell <laughs> the candy bar. Yep. yep, I was gonna say that too. Yeah, uh, we don't need to explain that. Yeah, no, I I've only been to one where that was featured, and it was a work party, and I was like, this is no. wholesome. No, I'm offended at the waste of chocolate. No, <laughs> yeah, I I just also feel like. If you have to play these party games, then you're not interesting enough. Yeah, you're boring. Because, yeah, (laughs) like, his family spent, like, the whole thing is 
they eat really quick and then it's like time for presents and then you leave like as soon as it's done everybody gets up and so walks no, away like, hanging out no and talking or anything? i mean but i don't want to anyway well, yeah but i mean but it just feels like if your whole party is this dumb game then you don't have enough to talk about yep i agree guys i I I was debating whether to bring this up or not, but um, my work is having an ugly sweater Zoom party. Meredith, I'm so sorry that you have to quit already. I know. I know. You just started. I was enjoying it too. And I just, this is like a corporate America thing that I am not used to because I've never worked in an environment like this. And I just had my 90 day review, which was very positive, by the way. Uh, And one of the things was like, attends events you know like that was like <laughs> oh no so i was like fuck i'm actually being graded on this <laughs> oh no so i got myself a math related funny sweater on etsy <laughs> well, that's kind of fun oh, yeah it is, Meredith, so. i'm like you're a stronger woman than i i'd be <laughs> like fire me then Zoom, you know <laughs> yeah you don't, have to, I don't have to go itchies shower I, yeah. I saw this guy out that i've been friends with on facebook said like i'm trying to find a you know ugly sweater but they're they're all sold out at target and now like i have to go to nordstrom and they're like 70 dollars um th- this has you gotten out of control to do that this yeah. is you out of control have to do that no oh there <laughs> used to be there probably still is an ugly sweater pop-up shop in dallas where they would like scour the all the um goodwills probably all year for all the sweaters yeah and then just like sell them for like way too much money and so then you can't even like go thrifting to find a cool one I mean, but at least I kind of like that in terms of they're actually getting true ugly sweaters and not mm-hmm. these mass manufactured, yes. quote unquote, ugly sweaters. Yes. No, the whole point was that you're, you know, it was like Bridget Jones's diary where you're wearing like a reindeer jumper that your yeah. mom bought you. <laughs> right. Or, yeah. Exactly. Or gifts sh- or um, thrift shopping, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. That all goes into, I feel like ugly christmas parties it all kind of goes into the uh the theme of like a white elephant situation yes i think that's why it came to mind i also have to have a festive um zoom background (laughs) oh Oh, no well i found an okay one i'll put it in slack it's the only funny one i could possibly find and that was also appropriate for work there's a lot of like drunk santas passed out with their dicks out (laughs) and stuff like i don't really think that's gonna get me a good review for my six months (laughs) <laughs> they're like she really wow she really upped the ante at <laughs> you said party. you wanted me to participate so <laughs> i mean at least they're paying you i guess they're, they're yeah that's oh, what yeah. i keep telling myself like oh, i can i can afford it it's all right <laughs> dance it's like monkey a, dance <laughs> two hours off work <laughs> yes take that yeah i don't know i always with white elephants white elephants i all i think that i i don't i like don't go all the way. I either, I got something kind of crappy, but it's not crappy enough to be good. Or I get something or like to be the best crappy gift and, or I get something that's not like, it's just too medium. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like I always fail at these. Oh, Meredith, that's funny. It's kind of funny, right? Yeah. So I'll describe it. Maybe we can post it or something. It's the, it's the meme of the guy walking with his girlfriend, but he's checking, you know, he's turning around and checking somebody out, but they're Mm -hmm. wearing Christmas hats and the other person is gone. So when you make it your zoom background, he's looking at you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love it. That's That's hilarious. That's pretty cute. I like it. So hopefully I'll get a raise for this. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I was creative. (laughs) Um, Okay. Finally, maybe. 
Um, even though we're kind of grinchy about gifts, getting gifts, what is the best gift you have ever gotten? And we got to get the nose up on this I know. negativity. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> uh, well, I had two. Um, and one is very quick. It's actually asked what Meredith was saying, getting those utilitarian gifts. Many years ago, I asked for a digital ki- uh, kitchen scale. And one of my brothers got me that. And oh. I use it day in and mm-hmm. day out. Every time I bake for all kinds of things. And every time I use it, I think of my brother Carl. Yeah. And yes. it gives me a little warm fuzzy that this, I don't know, I think it's like OXO or something. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like it was a spendy model or anything, but I just put a new pair of batteries in every once in a while and it's it's good to go. And it was a great gift and I really love having it. You know, OXO is one of those brands, you know, we've had a brand loyalty thing where when I see it, I'm like, that's just a good quality brand. I <laughs> like them very much. I, I do too. I do the too. OXO products always kind of feel good in the hand. Yes. Like the handles, yeah. like it's a good, like sturdy plastic. Yes. Yeah. 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 And they do think... perform well. Like I've never really been disappointed by, by no. an OXO thing. Mm-mm. Me either. So the other thing that I want to mention, I know I've told the story before on the show, but it hasn't been for quite a while. So I'll uh, give it a little retread was one year my mom said, so what do you think you would like for Christmas? And I was already having these problems, even as a, like a early 30 year old saying, you know, like, I don't, I don't really want anything, anything that I want, I'll get for myself. I don't have any good ideas. And I said, the only thing that I really want is a KitchenAid stand mixer. But I'm not asking for that because we don't spend that kind of money on each other. We don't Mm -hmm. typically have not given expensive gifts. I said, I'd never ask for that because that's just too much. I think I looked on Amazon and the cheapest, most basic model I could find was like $230. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no, I you know, I just mentioned it, but I wasn't dropping a hint that I wanted it or anything. So then we get to Christmas and the present opening, and I got an envelope that had like a card in it that said, look under the blanket in the bedroom. And I go in there and I take the blanket off, and it is a pro series, like one of those lift head those KitchenAid so cool. mix- mixers, the ones that are $450. And I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And my mom said, and when she hears this, she can correct me if it's wrong, but I think I've got the details right, was that she thought to herself, well, I'll just take a look at, Chris, at KitchenAid mixers and see, you know, what's out there, but not necessarily thinking she would get one. And then she was on the Macy's website, and this mixer was listed at $149.99. That's and she amazing. was like, that can't be right. And she immediately called up the local Macy's and talked to the guy in the kitchenware's department. He's like, listen, that's what it says in the computer. That's what I'm going to charge you for it. Yes. And my mom was like, Pete, to my dad, Pete, mm-hmm. we're going to Macy's right now. <laughs> it's like eight o'clock on a Wednesday in December. And they went out right then and bought it. And while they were there, it was actually the same guy who my mom had talked to on the phone was who helped them in person. And she was like, are you sure? Are you sure? This has to be wrong. And he's like, I don't care. This is what the price is. This is what you get it for. And the only thing that I can think is that it was a, a fat finger mm-hmm. key in error in yeah. the yep. central it's whatever. It's because maybe the the lower end model is probably the $149. Model no, is... the one that flips <laughs> no, I up. Know, I know. Yeah. Um, is, is 
at Christmas can be cheaper. Maybe. Yeah. I I think it's they just typed a four instead of a or typed a one instead of a four. I yep. mean, mm-hmm. is be. what it was. And my mom, she's like, it only came in the basic white. I, I hope that's okay. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> 100% fine. And I don't know, you know, we've talked a lot about if I want it, I'll get it for myself. But like you were saying about the hair dryer, yes. it's so much money. Yeah. Like I, it would take a lot for me to pull the trigger on that mm-hmm. for myself. So yes. this was a really like serendipitous uh, outcome for all of this, and now I have my KitchenAid mixer, and it's a dream. Yay! What all the gingerbread that it's made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally worth it. <laughs> Yay! I love that story. It's yeah, it's exciting. It's it's like I was talking about <laughs> for extreme couponers. I mean, she wasn't extreme couponing, but it is exciting when you get something and it actually is like a deal. It's not just cheap. It's just it's it actually is too a deal. good to be true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Um, Meredith? Well, I've gotten lots of good gifts, but the one that sticks out as just the most exciting to me was actually, as a Christmas birthday person, this is kind of incongruous, but um, when I wanted something really big or expensive, my mom would be like, okay, but it's going to be your Christmas and your birthday, which is fine, like if it's something Mm -hmm. huge. And um one year I got my very first iMac. It was my first my, my first computer ever. I think it might have been my 18th birthday. Um, and it was the Raspberry. You know, when, when iMacs were like colors. That's what clear. I was going to ask. Yeah. Yes. Like in Legally Blonde. Yes. yes. Pink one. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was like the Raspberry reddish color. And I was just so enthralled with that thing. I just, I loved it so, so much. It was so cool. And it was like, you know, I just was starting college too. So it was really actually useful. Um, so that kind of stuck out and it was also really expensive, especially for like my very frugal mother to, to get me that was sort of like mind boggling. Um, the other thing was, um, she actually one time just, I don't know why she did this. Um, but I wanted to go to Coachella. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this was like 2005 and I was, this was in my like extremely poor days. And I was just, I sort of just mentioned it to her like, Oh, I'd really like to go to this thing in California, but there's no way I can afford it. And she was like, well, I'll get your plane ticket. I was like, what? What? Like, that is not something she does, like, ever, 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 ever. So I was just, like, flabbergasted. So that was kind of just a huge surprise <laughs> of, like, I she's just going to pay for my plane ticket to California. I don't understand why she's doing this, but okay. <laughs> she's been don't, body snatched. Don't mm-hmm. look a gift horse in the mouth in that one. Yeah. You're like, fine, 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 fine. Sounds yeah, good. Can, can can you do it now? Can you get that ticket now? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Will you change your mind? And she did. I, I mean, I went. So. Who was there? Who did you uh, see? The Cure and Radiohead. Oh. Were the two oh. Big ones. Mm. It was a very good lineup. I saw Beck. I saw Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Um, but you know, Radiohead doesn't play in the States all that often. And, you know, the cure is the cure. So those were my the, the two standouts. Very cool. Um, Christy, what is what were your best gifts that you've received? Um, well, I have two. So um, I think I've talked about it before that Katrina and I give each other like weird calendars every year and we try to like outdo each other and there's like Hillary's party (laughs) yeah I know and and there's like a set of rules I I actually asked Hillary like did you see any good ones because I need to like have inspiration like we have like we can have two vetoes per year and the rule is you have to put it up in a place that like is public in your house um and 
the best one and she just won and I was like we just can't do this anymore is she got a calendar of like beach scenes and then um had someone take photos of her in in different bathing suits posing and then cut those pic- like printed them out like old school like 80s right paste cut them onto the, the pictures thing. and pasted them on and I like cried and she was like double sided tape so it's like almost like 3D. I was like cry laughing and um I I've keep using it. So I buy a like a crappy calendar that's the same size every year and then cut out the months and put it. So it's like so heavy wow. I can't even hang it anymore because it's but it's so great. And then I have a story of the best gift that quickly became the worst gift. Which oh. is um when I was 13 so however are you in seventh grade then seventh or eighth grade i was taking spanish and um for my birthday my dad's like wake up surprise i'm taking you to mexico because you are taking spanish it's gonna be great um so we flew to san diego and then walked across the border to tijuana that is not a place for kids no so it was december when we left and i was wearing my brand new international news sweatshirt and it was like 90 degrees there so i was like sweaty hot there was nothing to really do we didn't like he didn't have a plan he didn't know anything there i remember we like sat on the street like literally sat on the on a curb and drink drink a soda And then we were, I was like, I, I want to go. Like, I didn't say that. But then he finally was like, do you want to leave? And I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> and um, at the border going back, they separated us and like questioned me that they thought he was kidnapping me. Oh, oh my God. And it was like a whole ordeal. And the people had like machine guns and there's like barbed wire and like um, glass, like uh, broken glass on top of these walls. Oh, yeah. It was so scary. And then. So then finally we got out of the border and um, sat probably for four or five hours at the airport. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what started off as right? it's a cute idea. It is. It is. But not Tijuana. No. <laughs> and my sister was like, well, when I'm 13, I'm going to take French so I can go to Paris. And I was like, no, 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 no. You have to go to like French Canada or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. like some... Mont- Well, Montreal. Yeah. Cool. Montreal. I know, but, but... Th- that's still nice. I can't even think of a... <laughs> Just like crosses the border. Paris, Texas? Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe. Maybe. Oh, Uh that's a good one. Uh, Oh, man. Actually, one of my dreams, and you really can't do this anymore, is it's weird because I am such a control freak, but one day I want Dave or somebody in my life to be like, we're going on a trip, and I'm not telling you where we're going. Like, you just need to pack a Mm -hmm. couple of things. Um just cause that's I th- a fun idea but i think it would give me hives what totally do I, I know what do i pack i and i'm a i am a terrible packer meaning i'm a, like a oh, psychotic overpacker i'm like i need options mm-hmm. um but i don't think that'll happen in this world um the t- okay so i have three. Oh, two are like more recent and one is from when i was a kid the one from when i was a kid is uh, like all i wanted and i got it was uh like a i'm gonna send a picture to it of what it looked like roughly. This is the pink version, but I have the teal version and it, I can only find it on kind of hold on. It's a sharp, um, like a boom boxy kind of thing. And I got it in second grade <laughs> mm-hmm. for Christmas and I was so excited. And it was when Amy Grant was very popular, but I've told the story before. My mom is like very not religious and she would not buy me, um, Amy Grant stuff. So she, <laughs> she bought me that. 
plus the Amy Grant Peter Cetera like duet because she was like mm, it's secular Ooh. enough and I was like all right it'll do that's oh fine. that's from the Henry Ford there's like an <laughs> 80s exhibit at the Henry Ford that's really upsetting <laughs> well, it, it's like oh this is stuff I had now it's a museum I know oh, cool. I saw that even 90s there was 90s yeah stuff, yeah and there's I was like, 90s Ooh. stuff like MTV <laughs> Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. Um but I was I remember just being like screaming and running around my grandmother's house so excited. Um and then more recently another gift my mom gave me. Okay, this is so weird and I have now given it to several people. This is like the gift that I give people. I I don't know how she found it, but it's like a it's from a website that is like a um like a paintbrush website called Zebra, like Z I B R A. They're, they sell paintbrushes. Okay, I don't paint. That is not something that is of interest to me. But they have this one tool on there. They don't sell like any other tools, but it's this tool called Open It. Um, and it is, and I'm seriously, I'm going to send one to all of you because it's like not that expensive. And it is the thing that I have used the most in my life. It it has like a, hold on, I'm going to put this in the Slack. It has um, like a, okay, so you know when you, if you open kids' gifts, like a lot of times they're attached like by thick like plastic cord plastic space. stuff. Yeah. Yes, this mm-hmm. has like scissors that you can like that are like you know jaws of life scissors that you can use it and it has Ooh. a box cutter and it has a beer like oh. a bottle opener. It's sort of like a multi tool. Yes, and I love okay. it so much. I just bought a new one because mine I had mine for like ten years and it was kind of on its last legs um and i think i bought like 10 of them this year because i love them so much and i just like keep like who wants one do you want one i promise (laughs) and people look at me like okay thanks for giving me this this is so weird but i'm like i promise you you will use it you don't think you're going to but when there's something that's super thick plastic that's really hard to get into with regular scissors or whatever those scissors just do the fucking job and i I always appreciate the person who has like the pocket knife you know yes oh yeah the ready for like when you have to open a box that's stubborn or whatever yes yeah yeah no yeah. i th- i think that's great my mom just randomly gave it to me and it is i'm like get the tool <laughs> and the kids even know what it is i'm like get the tool <laughs> um and then finally this truly was now these are ubiquitous but when i had rory and it was around christmas time one would think that i would say he was my best christmas gift he was not he was a pain <laughs> at christmas time but i remember like you know i would be up late nights um and wanting to charge my phone and dave just one day gave me a long like a 10 foot yes cord oh i have a i've talked about this before that's a huge life upgrade and i was like oh my god this is amazing so i could be nursing him or whatever and i could be looking at my phone while it's charged and it was Mm -hmm. amazing and they're so cheap yeah it's like a ten dollar upgrade but you still use it right oh yeah i mean now i've had you know different versions now i buy the three packs and i'm like get mm-hmm. up i have them all over yep. the place now except now i have a nine-year-old that mm-hmm. lies about you know what you need to them. do is get color-coded that's what i had to do like idea. i have light blue elliot's orange like and mm-hmm. then you can tell who sold your stuff oh, and you just take it back mm-hmm. yeah they're liars children yep. are liars, liars thievers yep. <laughs> little criminals scammers i didn't take it did you pick out what you're gonna wear tomorrow yeah did yep. you? I brushed my teeth. Really? <laughs> smells like death in there. <laughs> I used to like put toothpaste on my tongue and swish it around. Yeah. And just like spend all this time doing stuff that wasn't brushing my teeth. Exactly. Just so like why not just brush them, you idiot? I know. Well, I have recently said if if you just brushed your teeth and it still smells like that, we you need to go to the doctor. Like something's <laughs> yeah, wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you have a serious problem. I know the amount of time Rory spends whining about taking a shower when it takes him all oh like three minutes to take a shower because he's gross. Worst. I'm like, just take a shower. Just take a shower. If you take a shower, you're you're done. You would have been done, right? Uh, <laughs> I've taken five showers in this no. time. Anyway, we might be kind of grumpy, <laughs> but about <laughs> guests and children, but um, but you know, I'm trying to get into the spirit somewhat and buy gifts that are useful but also thoughtful and make people happy but i I, bottom line don't be forced to give anybody a gift and don't force anybody to give a gift it's Mm -hmm. all and i think opt out if it's causing you that you know too much pain i think and yeah that was totally great advice yeah and it might make people feel weird but uh that's their problem yeah 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 that's true they can have their feelings about it Mm -hmm. yeah listen i bought presents for the little boys Listen, so I'm yes. going to go see them in a couple of weeks. That's and all that matters. That is so fun. It's, I, honestly, I bought Elliot's, who's now a little over 18 months, so 20 months, whatever. Um, I guess we're counting in months now. Um, I bought him a pack of like half a dozen plastic lizards. Oh, that'll be <laughs> yes. perfect. And it'll be a great present. Yeah. It was whatever, like $6 yeah. or something. And I had so much fun picking it out. Maybe yeah. I should get Olivia a version of my necklace. That she's oh, yes. Yeah. She can break That'd her own great. necklace. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you got, Elliot, one year, a um, a nightlight that's like a I rocket did. ship with, with her name on it. She still uses that. Aww. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gotten one for myself. <laughs> I know. Dreaming of space camp. Yep. So what is the question of the week? Since we're going to be positive, we're going to end on a positive note. What is the <laughs> best gift you've ever gotten? Answer something extravagant, something extremely practical, something that you didn't even know that you wanted. Yep. Open Tell it, us. man. Open yep. it. <laughs> you didn't know you needed it. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up is T. She recommends. I don't have one this week. I'm uh, between. I'm a. I'm maybe going to recommend something, but next show. I'm still feeling it out. But Hillary, is this yours? Yes, this is mine. Okay. <laughs> um, what if it, I just looked at it and it said like America, <laughs> I, I didn't finish the sentence and I, I think I wrote America girl. Like I'm, I, like I'm recommending like America, oh no, America's girl. I thought, I, I, like I'm recommending like an American girl doll. Like I'm like, that's really what I thought, thought it was. Like the, the oh. books or something. Like, hey, have you guys heard of these things? <laughs> I thought you were describing yourself. It's Hillary Butler, America American girl. girl. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's um, a podcast that just started. They just have two episodes. Um, it's about the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders and the history of mm. it. It's um, produced by Texas Monthly, which Texas has its problems, but Texas Monthly is actually a very good periodical. Um, and the woman, actually, the woman that um, I would have listened to it regardless, but the woman that is the narrator and the creator of it is she went to my high school and she's a really good writer. Um, and anyway, it's interesting. I mean, it's sad and but interesting and you always forget and I think this is somewhat still the case they get paid like $15 a game or something yeah. so it's just talking like the you know people tell like how much they loved they're, at the beginning they're talking to the sort of first run um, cheerleaders and just how they had so much fun but also did, they were poor they could barely make their rent and they had to be sexy but also be wholesome you know is all these like welcome to being a woman but like all these contradictions in one so it's it's so far it's really good and you know i because i grew up in dallas i might be like oh yeah that i can you know it's this old dallas stories and 
all these old accents of people that live there. But I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it so far. So America's Girls. Wherever podcasts are played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that I would necessarily be like, ooh, that's for Anne. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting. Well, and something that they talk about is how for such a racist and segregated town and state, it was like weirdly diverse um even in the beginning, but I'm sure that has changed. I mean, it's like changed and then gone back up, you know, it, it's varied mm-hmm. over the years. So I have liked it a lot. Um all right. Get involved. Give us. Gift us. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to use, like, gifting gifts. Gift uh, us your participation. In our show. Uh, the website is thisshowhaseverything.com. You can also use throwyourphone.com. Uh, join the Facebook group. Uh, I love it. I feel like there's been a few new uh, participants lately, and I really enjoy it. It makes me happy to see new people pop up. I like the old people, too, though. Y'all are great. Uh, the show Twitter is at Show. Email us for now at tshe at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. Always, please, please, please. Um, for Christmas, that's all I want. Uh, fax us a gift or a butt or whatever. I think Will said he was going to fax like his colon again or something. Oh, um, no, we don't need that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the number is 617-354-8513. Um, thanks for joining us, y'all. And that was mostly everything about gifts. I keep saying it like I need to gift. Like I can't say the T on it, so it sounds like that's I'm, a hard word. F T S gift. I don't like that word. Say presents. Mm-mm. No presents. Presents.
Oh, that makes me think of the original pre-South Park, The Spirit of Christmas. Oh, right. Yes. And they're talking about what's the real meaning of Christmas? Presents. <laughs>